After deadly raid, Israel stands alone was the front page headline in Canada's Globe and Mail newspaper this week. This is David Billington with you for Bible in the News. The raid was a botched effort to stop a flotilla of ships attempting to break the sea blockade on Hamas-run Gaza. Israel does not allow its territorial waters to be used for ships destined for Gaza in order to stop arms smuggling from countries like Iran. Two large boats loaded with arms have been intercepted over the last few years. If the Hamas-run terror organization were to get their hands on the type of arms intercepted, it would be a disaster for Israel, as its cities would be bombarded with more advanced and deadly rockets than the ones currently used, which are manufactured in the Gaza machine shops. Due to the risks, Israel requires all aid to go through via land so that it can be properly checked. Israel received little, if any, support over this raid. All countries condemned Israel aside from the USA and Canada, who took a rather insipid we'll-wait-and-see approach. Israel really did stand alone. Most of the media which I saw was also equally biased against Israel, aside from the National Post in Canada. It turns out a widely used picture of an Israeli commando, including the front page of the Globe and Mail, pointing what looks like a machine gun is actually a paintball gun, which was to be used for crowd control on the boat. Things are now becoming clearer regarding what actually happened. The Israeli commandos boarded the ship from helicopters at about 4 a.m. in the morning. They were attacked by a mob with metal pipes, slingshots shooting marbles, knives, hammers, and now it seems live fire. One Israeli soldier was shot through the abdomen. The Israelis didn't expect this type of violence and were only armed with paintball guns and light pistols to be used if their lives were in danger. The lives of the soldiers were in danger. Two of them were seriously injured, and they did respond with their weapons killing nine of the violent mob. Later, a slew of knives, metal pipes, gas masks, bulletproof vests, and night vision equipment was recovered from the boat. This is as close as we can come to what happened from the news reports, videos, pictures, and testimonies available. In any case, the world and the media responded with their normal plethora of condemnations and so on. But what really concerns us is what came out of this event. First, let's recall the first two verses of Joel chapter 3. For behold, in those days and in that time when I shall bring again the captivity of Judah and Jerusalem, I will also gather all nations and will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat and will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations and parted my land. Today we see all nations gathering against Israel. How close we must be to the return of Christ to the earth. Let us wake up and prepare. Today there was a very interesting article on Israel National News entitled, Rabbis, Flotilla Clash, Heralds, Gog and Magog Prophecy. The Rabbinical Council of Judea and Samaria issued a statement saying that these events place us at the beginning of the Gog and Magog process where the world is against us, but which ends with the third and final redemption. It is very exciting to see a large group of religious Jews in Israel who have a similar interpretation of Ezekiel 38 to the one often spoken about on Bible in the News. 
Now on to Turkey, which was once considered an ally of Israel, but which now has really switched sides. They gave one of the most virulent condemnations of the raid. This is of interest to us, as we expect Turkey to be on the side of the king of the north in the last days, in fact overrun by him. See the Bible in the news from May 14th for more on Turkey in Bible prophecy. Russia and Turkey, common vision. Meanwhile, as the condemnations poured upon Israel, a Vatican document was leaked saying the Israeli occupation of Palestinian territories was politically unjust. Here are two quotes from the article which appeared on Ynet News. The Vatican document deplores lack of access to holy places, dependent on military permits accorded to some and refused to others for security reasons. Some fundamentalist Christian, Christian groups cite the Holy Scriptures to defend the political injustice imposed on the Palestinians, making, e making even more delicate the position of Arab Christians, the 40-page document says. So the Vatican wants the Jews out of the biblical heartland of Judea and Samaria. They don't want the Jews to have any control over their holy places, and they are obviously upset with those non-Catholic Christians who believe that the return of the Jews is a fulfillment of Bible prophecy. We see the unclean spirits or teachings spoken of in Revelation 16 coming out of the mouth of the false prophet, pretending to care about liberty and equality for the Palestinian Arabs while really using them as a tool to achieve the Vatican's goals. What a lot has happened this week! May we be motivated to stand fast in these last days. A very moving video this week was that of a young Jewish high school student named Daniel who dared to stand alone and walk with an Israeli flag amidst a large group of pro-Palestinian protesters in LA. The video was entitled Daniel in the Lion's Den. This should give us courage to stand up for the truth in these last days also. Thou hast given a banner to them that fear thee, that it may be displayed because of the truth. Psalm 60 verse 4. Come back again next week, God willing, to BibleInTheNews.com.